Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Unraveling. I am here with a familiar friend uh, that we've had on the podcast before, Miss Julia, Mrs. Julia Tyson. I'll go with Miss. I oh, love that. Okay. Yeah. Miss it is. <laughs> Julia and I have been talking, and um, a lot of the feedback we got from people was that they loved our kind of back and forth. Um, so you might be seeing Julia on the podcast more and more. Hey, I like that. I mean, I have to, of course, get her permission for that. You but it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> you know, it's just good to have to switch it up. So, uh, Julia owns Body and Soul and uh, is a yoga teacher, yoga teacher trainer. Um, and tell us about, just briefly, tell us about your newest project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just talk about that briefly because actually we're doing something different today. But um, the Resilience Over Cancer yeah. uh, program is a 12 month program that I run. Um, actually I just started it this year and I was just kind of like seeing, is this something that is going to land for people? It's, uh, 12 months and each month I focus on a particular theme that is research-based evidence, um, that shifts the dial in terms of what you can do to change the trajectory of your health and wellness, mind, body, spirit Mm. to keep you If you're like me and have had treatment for cancer to keep you healthy, some people in the group are going through a cancering treatment, um, cancering process, and others know too many people that have had cancer and they want to stay healthy. And so, yeah, next group starts in January. It's exciting. Yeah. I want to make sure that we pick up both of us here. (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, I'm excited for you, Julia, because that it does feel like your passion project. Totally. Really feels like that. It felt, well, I know that it was a gift from spirit, not something that I could have thought about. And gosh, I've spent all my life trying to think things into being mm-hmm. and create things. And, and, you know, the best things just drop in, right? Totally. And that's uh, what happened. And I think actually that's what happens for you on the subject of today's podcast. Yes. Why don't you tell them how today is going to be different? Yes. Today is going to be different. And imagine that my name is Erin McGuire and she's Julia Tyson. No, not really. Um, (laughs) um, Erin and I, we both have just come back from leading retreats. You were in Italy and I was in Ireland and I did a yoga retreat with a colleague um, through a company. But before we went, I was saying to Erin, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you come up with the ideas, how you lead it on your own, how you organize everything, where the inspiration comes from. And then I I said, 
I really want to interview you on your podcast because I suspect a lot of people are really curious, Erin, because then we were just talking just now before we got on here um, and Erin was telling me how the Italy retreat went and it was mind-blowing, Yeah. right? Transformational. And you created that whole thing on your own. So don't you want to know how she does it, right? It's like, uh, and, and you take it for granted because it's what you always do. Mm-hmm. So let me start by asking you, how many retreats have you set up and led on your own? And can you give us an idea of the places that you've done the, your retreats in? I'm going to hand the mic over. Yeah. Ah, this is fun. Um <laughs> Oh, uh, I was just, as you were asking, I was trying to think. Um, my first international retreat, I mean, I guess I started, my very first retreat was in Topanga Canyon, California. Right. And uh, so technically I put that one together too, because that was at a hotel that um, I don't know that they'd done retreats before. And it was just, I wanted to do a Topanga Canyon retreat. And so I found a place and just did it um but so when was that that was right before i moved to iowa so it was probably like 2014 or 15 something like that so we're coming up on nearly 10 years of you running retreats oh my goodness she's making me aware of things i was not even aware of <laughs> yeah yeah i, mean, I guess so deal, yeah and i think because you do it you don't even realize no, that's pretty typical of me. I mean, Julia was like, I can't even just now she was saying something about it. And I'm like, yeah, like it to me. Yeah, to me, it's just. But I think it's there's something very important about acknowledging, you know, the fact that it is a unique I would say gift that, you know, I'm guided to these places and the the first international retreat I did was when I was in Iowa, and that was to Costa Rica. The year before that, or yeah, the year before that, I had traveled to Costa Rica, and we randomly I was ended up meeting this girl um, at the place we were both staying. We were both traveling alone, so we just kind of connected and started traveling the rest of the trip together, and. We went and stayed at this place randomly that had like a a, a animal shelter mm. where they had like rehoused and rehabilitated. They even had sloths. I remember this story. <laughs> <laughs> and I got chased by a bird there because they like the animals, I guess, when they set them free, they a lot of them stick around because they that's where they were rehabilitated. So, um, yeah. And so I was as we were staying there, I'm thinking this would be a really great place to do a retreat. So that was my first international retreat was in Costa Rica. So Costa Rica. Yeah. So to answer your question, Costa Rica, Bali, uh, Ireland, Italy. Have you done a few retreats to Bali? Yeah, several. Yeah. Uh, now Thailand. Northern- Thailand is... In, in January. January. And there are spots available. So we're if- going to come back to that because that to me is like, and maybe it's because I'm from Europe. 
Mm. And well, no, you've been you've done Bali as well. I mean, it's like these are places where, you know, it's a nine, ten, eleven hour flight to get there. Right. It's not like, well, Topanga. I get it. That's your home. That right. was your home place at that time, but to travel that distance. And I want to make this really clear because the retreat that I was teaching on was organized by a company and I just had to get, find the people to go on it and then turn up, right? Everything was there. This lady does something so unique because I think what you offer is so unique. So what inspires you, what moves you to choose a place because Italy you chose that place without actually having been there right right okay let's turn the mic over yeah so typically my retreats come together like Ireland for example Bali I've I've been to many times um so that kind of came together that way uh Ireland was all my favorite places that I was at when I went on my own journey uh Italy I've been to Italy but uh, interestingly, that one came together because during the Ireland trip last September, the group were like, Aaron, where are we going next? I love that. I know. Right? Yeah. So, and just out, it was the very last day um, of the retreat and I just out of my mouth just came Italy. And then later I was like, why did I say Italy? Because my kind of shtick, if my, um, my shtick. My specialty is taking people to sacred sites where the energy of the land actually, uh, you know, it's different people have different belief systems. But I believe like when we are on sacred places in, in the on the earth, it holds codes that we can be recoded with in our system. And so a lot of times I say, I'm not even really doing a lot of the work. It's the the energy of the earth in those places that's working through and recoding people. No doubt. Right? Absolutely. Like ley lines and energy. I mean, you can, you can look that up. There's information out there about ley lines. I would have to say, though, like you can be in those places – And maybe some encoding is going on, but when you have a person who's facilitating it that is like, okay, here we are, and activating that for others, the potency is significantly increased, right? No, that's a good point. And um, yeah, again... Hmm. Am I not giving myself credit here? What's going? Um, what is well, going on? This is why I'm doing a podcast with. I'm doing her. I'm interviewing her because it's like, she's like, doesn't everybody do this? No, no, no. She keeps telling me that no, this is unique. This is very unique. Um. Yeah. So I, we're not just. It's not just like walking on the land. You can get the codes. Yeah. We're actually doing. We're working with the energy of that particular place. So um, to activate those codes within us, I don't, yeah, I think that's a good distinction that Julia made. Like, I don't think you just can walk through a CC and like activate this stuff, but we're going to specific places that hold specific energies. And I had all of those places listed out. Um, And then we're meditating in those places and we're, I'm leading people through special meditations around 
the specific things in those places? So there must be a lot of preparation that you do beforehand because you had not been to a CC, had you? Right, no. Right. Never. So here's what I'm thinking. Erin, spirit comes in, drops it in, Mm -hmm. right up here in the crown, right? Drops it in and you're like, okay, okay. And then you start to do the research. That's, yeah. Tell us how that went. Because Italy is like the most recent one. Yeah, Italy is the most recent one. So let's talk about that one. Because, so again, the ladies are like, where are we going? And I just say Italy, not thinking. And, And in my head going, not that Italy doesn't have spiritual sites but to me when i think of italy i think more religious yeah right like the catholic churches i've been to some beautiful catholic churches in italy when i was there before but um so okay so then i i'm like oh i have to shout out to natalie edmondson who was in a previous podcast and we kind of shared that story so if you want to listen to that podcast go back one but she started she was at my Ireland retreat and she starts sending me links because she's like are we doing are you doing Italy like come on you know and I was like gosh I just got back like let me breathe you know and um so she starts sending me these links of like some different spiritual things and I'm like hmm so then I just start doing some google searching and I find that Um, so actually wait, so she sends me the links. I end up finding a hotel in Tuscany and I'm like, I just booked it for a week. And I'm like, cause there were, you know, I was able to do that without a penalty. Like, did you book what? So many rooms? Yeah. Just like, you know, 10 to 15, something in there. Let me just grab the mic. Siri, I mean, who does that? I would never book a hotel for a bunch of people who I don't know if they're coming for a whole week. I mean, that is like, I mean, to me, what I'm getting, Erin, because we've never broken this down before and I'm loving this, right? But it's like you trust, you know, that this is guided by spirit. And so it's like, okay, so that's okay. That I know we, we need to be there. How long was the retreat? It was going to be like seven days. Got it. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I love this. I love it. Uh, So I found this hotel and it ticked all my boxes. So I was like, okay, just going to book that. And can I just ask, what makes it like, what are you looking for when you're booking it? Well, I think in this case, I was looking for um, like a nice view, beautiful rooms, uh, it had a nice pool. The pictures looked great. It was in a good location. Not, it was close to some, if we wanted to have some day trips kind of thing. Nice. And so, what about food? And did they, did they provide food? Yeah, they provided food. And, um, and if they had like an extra room. So I have done retreats like in Ireland. We were, we traveled to three different locations and, um, I didn't always have a yoga room, but I made do. Like we did yoga on the beach. We did, which was ever like still everybody talks about that um, experience. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not always too particular about the yoga room, but if they have a room, like this hotel ended up having a room. Nice. Uh, so I booked that, and then um, 
all of a sudden I start coming upon all of this research that's saying these sacred sites in Assisi and in Tuscany. Wow. So I end up canceling the, the, the hotel and rebooking it for a shorter amount of time. And then I booked two days in Assisi because particularly because of these energies of the feminine and the masculine is what this particular article talked about. And then I found another article that was like all these specific ley lines in the earth and um, the Athena and Apollo um, ley lines. Can you explain to people what ley lines are? Yeah. So they're um, just like energy lines that run not they run all over the earth, but um, they hold a particular energies. You know, if there's a concentrated amount of energy in certain places on the earth, often it's where like churches are built or um, different things, you know, that that are different structures. Interestingly, at Body and Soul, which is where our business is, there's a ley line that runs through um it used to be Bella Studio, and now we've just had it built out for treatment rooms. And of course, that that used to be a, a part of the church. So you saying that, and of course, body and soul's a healing place, right? And it so it activates that healing potential, right, in that area exactly. and the people that are, are there. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and oftentimes places like body and soul or, you know, just different kind of centers will be just naturally built there or people will just naturally be drawn there because but people don't realize it's because there's also energy in the earth. So like Assisi, what I also believe, too, is that people have been um, pilgrimaging. I can't say that word. I struggled with that in the last podcast uh, <laughs> there since like the 1200s or before. So, I mean, think about all the energy of people going to that place to pray and to, you know, do. And then the the beings that have walked there, like St. Francis, St. Clara. So there's just highly concentrated energy in these places. And so when I found, started finding these pieces it I literally I always say I almost fell out of my chair because it was literally like I just look up and I'm like are you kidding me right now like you know I said I wanted to do this I'd already booked a place in Tuscany just because I've never been to Tuscany solely that was the reason why I did it I've never been to Tuscany I want to book a place in, who doesn't want to go to Tuscany Italy right. um so that all kind of happened and then after that I found out about Assisi and um the ley lines that are also in Tuscany. So I tell people like this all started last year with Ireland, but that they, these have been like, I've been divinely guided to these things. You know, Ireland was one thing because I did that. Um, I'd already been to the places. Mm. So I knew where I wanted to go. Italy was completely like me creating a retreat you know, on the other side of the earth. Sight unseen. Sight, un literally sight unseen. And just hoping that all goes well and knowing, you know, but of course I had nerves before it started because it's like, ooh, I hope this, I hope this is what I think this is, <laughs> you know? And I, I really think that it speaks to the people that have been on your retreats before. Mm. They know that it's going to be, 
amazing yeah and so healing because you had a full retreat and so um yeah i'm i am literally blown away so can you tell us a little bit about like what do you do on these retreats because you you're unique in that respect as well like for me it's teaching yoga but you do more than that mm. yeah yeah run us, run us through a day run us through a, a day. day uh well i like to bring in so i like the retreats to be healing work which um, can include somatic work, um, which people always ask me what that is, too. And it's, you know, somatic work isn't just like working out. It's moving trauma out of your body um, through some specific things. So I, I bring in some. We sit down, we have talks, you know, we share There's like I think there's a lot of power when people come together and share uh, what's going on with them and you know, um, bringing really deep messages mm -hmm. and um, just different healing tools to help people work through things, um, as well as yoga, kundalini and hatha vinyasa yoga. Um, I also, a big part of my retreats is also going and seeing the culture, being amongst the, the culture. So um, in Italy, for example, we went and spent a day in Siena and we learned all about... Um, the contradas there and like the horse races and just like it was like a locals tour it was called so it was like kind of the diff the back streets and different things of Siena um we did a CC obviously and did a tour there um so yeah like a mix of doing deep healing work doing yoga um community like everybody talked about like when we did a share towards the end, it was like the sisterhood in that particular retreat. It was all women, but sometimes men come along. But the sisterhood that was created because, you know, you're around like minded people. A lot of people that come on the retreats, I feel like they don't have uh, non judgmental friends back home. Right. They've got the friends that maybe you've been friends for a really long time, but you don't really talk about your spiritual self with them or mm. your your wacky side of yourself, you know, and like on these retreats, I really uh, create a sacred space where it's like we're family now for this week and, you know, we get along. And if there's issues, you got to come to me and um, and it just like really sets a, a, the stage for like growth and transformation. And that is like, I mean, that is the foundation mm -hmm. for healing. Yeah. Being in a safe, sacred space. In yoga, we call that sangha, mm -hmm. where people feel like they can share to a much different degree. Yes. But then like being away from your day-to-day -day life, you get to zoom out and see your life differently and and the healing that you facilitate through the processes and by being in those sacred places and sharing sacred ritual, yeah. you come back you a different person. Totally. Right? Mm -hmm. What did what did some people like what did they share with you about what they got from it? Yeah. Uh, this is kind of fresh, right? It is very fresh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think people are still unraveling what they got from it. But some of what I've heard is, you know, this was the most 
Italy in particular was one of the most healing experiences they ever had, um, was what a couple different people said. And, um, you know, just several of them. I mean, everybody was posting on their on my Facebook, you know, that had went on the retreat that, you know, they couldn't quite put in a common line was I can't quite put this into words. And I felt the same way myself because it's it's just when when I think when when you at whatever you do in your life, when you are following your soul's calling, when you're following Julie and I were just talking about that, you know, when when you're following your divine your intuition guiding you in a certain direction. And it's so easy to say no to that. It's so, it's so easy to be like, that's too hard. How am I, for instance, in Ireland, you know, I got the download to do Ireland in April of 2022 for September of 2022. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like that's like six months to put an international retreat together. Like this is crazy. And in one week, the whole retreat got put together and I had, you know, people signed up. So I just think like we were talking a lot about the ego earlier and it's like your ego is going to tell you it's hard, tell you it's impossible, you know, that that this can't happen, that it's going to be expensive or that, you know, whatever the excuse is. And um, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Imposter syndrome to the max. (laughs) And uh, when you follow that, I don't know where I was going with this story, but, you know, talking about how did people respond? I the think ego tries to keep you small, right? Yeah. To keep you like to kind of keep pulling you back. Totally. And you have to find a way to override that, which is what you did. That's Shiva barking there, the destroyer of darkness. Yeah. Good boy, Shiva. It's because I bumped the table. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was somebody knocking. So you, um, have to find a way to override that Mm -hmm. and then when it's divinely inspired yeah it falls into place so easily relatively i'm not i'm not trying to minimize the work that you put in but to put an international retreat together in a in a week is remarkable and our puny human minds can't do that Mm -hmm. right spirit comes in yeah 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 that's beautiful Yeah. So I, people, I think responded the way that they did because this was, again, divinely guided. Yeah. It was, oh, Aaron, you're supposed to take a group of people to this place. And you thought it was just this place, but it's also a CC, you know, and like they need to have both and they need to be on both of those sacred grounds. Amazing. Yeah. And I just so admire you for following that guidance that sacred guidance because it's so easy to just like no I booked a hotel right for I'm staying here I've got that sorted out but no you you did the right thing how many um people do you have on the retreats uh it varies so um in Italy we had nine and yeah it was a really it's a good number I'd say between 10 and 15 is probably what I shoot for just because or like 15 being the max Mm -hmm. sometimes they've been smaller I've taken four to Bali before I've taken six to Bali um so yeah it just depends yeah and you trust who comes right yeah 
I, I really appreciate you sharing that. I tried not to ask Erin too many questions because we knew I, I had asked her, can we do a podcast about this? Because I find it fascinating. And so I tried to avoid asking her any questions beforehand because I wanted to hear it fresh for myself. Yeah. And you know what inspired it, friends? She told me that she's taking a group, a, a retreat to Thailand. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Where? When? How? What are you doing? So can you just tell us, how did that come in? And when is that happening? Yeah. So that's happening January 14th through the 21st, uh, 2024. So it's coming up. But uh, it's a chance to escape the cold if you're in Iowa and you'll be somewhere warm. So that was an interesting one. I've never scouted a location for a retreat because, as I said before, a lot of times the retreats um, are places I've already been or um, get some sort of download for. But I was I led a retreat in Bali last January 2023. And then um, I wanted to go to Thailand because ever since I lived in Bali in 2011, I um, had heard people talk about the town of Pai mm. because when you when you're a traveler, you meet other travelers and they've been all over the place. Everybody's backpacking all over. So you get to hear stories and then you're like, "Ooh, I got to add that to my list. So I wanted to go for myself. But then I was like, I wonder if maybe I'll find a retreat place. Mm. So I get to Pai. I'm there. I'm just enjoying my time. And um, I had started working and I started scouting out places and looking. When was this? This was uh, January, this past January. Oh, okay. So January 2023. Got it. Yeah, I was just on a little little solo trip that I take sometimes by myself. Um, she is my wanderlust yeah. friend. I mean, like this wild soul that I live through vicariously, seriously, because when she says, you know, these backpackers, I'm like, not me, hotel, <laughs> let me know where I'm staying for the next week. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And shout out to William um, for always your beloved, my beloved for just always, you know, I don't want to say letting me go. That sounds like he has control over me, but you know, like, I when I go, I go for a while, especially when it's winter in Iowa. So you know, yeah, I he think, really supports you. Yeah, he, he yeah. does. So shout out to him. Uh, so I had started looking at different hotels, but I just wasn't vibing with them. Like I wasn't. I think this one it would have worked, but I like couldn't get in touch with the manager and like the woman behind the counter didn't speak any English, and we were like miss communicating. And I just was like, this is going to be difficult. Um, so I kind of just like let it go. I was like, all right, this was just a trip for me. Cool. Loved it. Had a great time. And um, whenever I'm in Asia, I always ride a motorbike, <laughs> which is another, I guess, wild woman thing. Um, and I was just I went, hadn't seen the waterfall yet. There was like one waterfall that you got to go check out. So I was on my way to the waterfall on my little motorbike, just taking my time. It's a nice, lovely day. And like something to my left, like grabbed my attention. And I kind of just pulled over and I looked and there was like a picture of a like a painting of a cat doing yoga. 
if you know me, I love cats and I love yoga. So I was like, what is this? I need to go check this out. The signs are always there, aren't they? Right. And I pull in and I park and I'm like taking pictures and this Thai man comes around and he's like motioning for me to come back. Um, And so I don't I tell people I'm like, I'm not sure I should have followed him, but I did. He's like taking me through these little dark alleyways and um, it opens into this restaurant. Anyway, I, I share this in the previous podcast, so I'm kind of repeating myself a little here. But essentially, uh. I'm sitting there and I was like, what is this place? There's a beautiful Thai woman behind the counter and there's food. I'm like seeing a menu and I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, oh, it's a Thai vegan restaurant. And so I had already eaten, but I was like, I'll take some some ice cream and I'm eating my ve- vegan ice cream and sitting there loving my life. And all these people start coming up like they were down below, um, like foreigners, not Thai people. Um, and they were like talking about yoga and this and that. And I was like, what is going on here? I'm getting suspicious. And so the Thai lady walked by and I was like, I was like, what is this place? I'm like, is there like a yoga studio down there? And she's like, oh, this is a retreat center. Wow. You guys, like, again, when I tell you that I am being guided it, yeah, it just it just humbles me. These stories like completely humble me. Um, and what it speaks to Erin is the really um, profound, sacred nature of these retreats because you you couldn't design this in in the way that it comes in front of you, brought to you, right? Right. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that is is mind-blowing. Yeah, so not only was I guided to a retreat space this time, but I also have a, a Thai vegan chef. I mean, that's I don't know. That's part of it. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm pretty mind-blown about that. Um, so she just has a small space. It's just like five rooms, but then I'm renting some other rooms and... Um, it's in Asia, a lot of things are built outdoors. So like the restaurant is open air, the yoga studio is open air mm, nice. overlooking the, the mountains of Thailand. Um, mm. there were a few mornings where it's like, it's misty and you know, like the, the fog and, um, it's a bit cooler there at this time of year in January. So it's not as hot, which is nice. And, so it's going to include, um, we're just staying in the one location this time, but it will be a lot more work, like uh, deeper transformational work because we aren't going to be moving around as much. I'll be doing more work with people, um, you know, my coaching, energy healing, somatic work that I do, as well as yoga. It's also going to be like we have a lot of different um, cool experiences that we're going to do. We're going to go meet with a local hill tribe and stay with them and learn their way of life, which is, you know, I was talking to somebody about this. It's like, I remember the first time I went to Bali and it changed me. I came back a different person because in, in a lot of these places in Asia, um, in Bali, and, and I've come across this in Thailand as well. It's like, People don't need as much. Right. They really 
don't have that many belongings. Mm-hmm. It, they live in bigger communities there. Um, the families, you know, at least in, I don't know as much about Thailand culture, Thai culture, but in Bali, like the woman moves in with her in-laws and like, that's it, you know? And like, so you might have two, if you had two or three sons, imagine all three of their families are now living with you and, you know, you're working together. And so it's just, it's a different way of life. Like a lot of times their mattresses are on the floor. They don't have toys. You know, I stay with a Balinese woman often when I go there, my friend YN. So I've spent time with the Balinese and they, you know, the kids don't have toys that it's just it's different Mm. and so to be able to spend time with a local hill tribe is going to be like kind of like a next level experience in terms of like um really understanding like that we just don't need as much and that we're more unhappy what i came away from that experience was we're more unhappy in the united states and we have more So what the connection there is what, right? More does not make you happy, right? Um, Oftentimes less, you know, stuff Mm. is what we need. So that's going to be probably the most unique experience. Um, The woman who owns the retreat center, she's spent extensive time with them. So that's why we're doing that. Uh, We're going to be going to a hot spring that was, it's amazing. I've been there. Um, obviously seeing the waterfall, going to some temples, uh, and just detoxing mind, body, and spirit, especially on this retreat because of the food that we're going to be eating. Mm. Cooked with so much love mm. by this woman. Cobb is her name, which means frog. <laughs> she told me all this. Cobb means frog. I love it. Um, you know what? Anyway, we're just going on. Huh? No, I was, I was just thinking that this, the times that we're in, Erin, you know, on a global level, this is a time when we really need to connect with our brothers and sisters worldwide and to um, be step into our spiritual nature and less of our material nature. And uh, what a great opportunity for that, right? Did you mean to rhyme? Yes. No, I don't know nature instead of your material nature yeah kind of rhymes kind of not really i just repeat it but um i really i mean i think that the timing is really important um so if i if i was gonna do that where would you where does one fly into Mm. yeah how does how difficult or easy is it to get there uh it's not terribly hard um you know, out of any international airport, you're going to fly like even if you're from a smaller town, you know, they'll take you to Chicago or Dallas or somewhere like that. Um, and then you'll probably fly from there direct to Bangkok mm-hmm. and then probably switch over again because Chiang Mai is the biggest city in the north. Oh. So you'd fly there and then um, we pick you up at some point and take you up even further north into Pi. Wow. Yeah. Very, very unique. Yeah, it is. This one is going to be one of the more unique retreats I've ever done. And when you said about like deeper spiritual work, personal transformation, again, 
this is the time. I mean, yeah. this is when we really need to step into our deeper healing. Yeah. And um, I think we're all feeling it too. I mean, I don't think you're on planet Earth right now not feeling some sort of right. discomfort with something. Right. And as we always say, you can either run from those things or, you know, you can lean in and embrace them. I'm dealing with some of my own right now. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's a ripe time, as you're saying, Julia, to go in and do some deeper work. And I always think you can do, I've heard this, I've heard somebody say this, I don't know who, but you can do a year's worth of healing in a week of retreat because you're away from your day-to-day -day life. That is everything. And that being able to, in fact, one um, astrologer said, travel has you fall in love right? Fall in love, back in love with your life. Yeah. And actually, when we were just on retreat here, um, every time I would go away, I would write down, okay, I want to do this when I get back. I want to do that when I get back. Yeah. And what I noticed this time is that I have done tiny, tiny little steps and incrementally they've made a big difference in terms of how I do my day-to-day -day life. So it gives you that broader perspective. Mm -hmm. um, I always fall in love with my husband again and mm -hmm. a bit more when we go away together, yeah. which is rather nice. Um, but I, I, I'm just bringing this on you because we mm -hmm. did not talk about this. Erin um, knew that I wanted to talk to her about her unique offerings uh can't underscore that enough because it blows my mind um and we get to benefit from that because you yeah. you do it and i really appreciate that but um also we were just talking about those people that maybe wanted to go to on your italy retreat that but couldn't make it yeah. we just erin was just telling me about she's going to be doing some just a up to 12 one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one sessions yeah. in the next four weeks that are going to be, well, do you want to just say a bit more about it there? Yes. I'm just kind of throwing her on the spot here. She is. Um, Sorry. No, I love it. Um, yeah, just bringing back that energy from Assisi and from Tuscany and just the, the, the energy of being able to really balance, help people balance out their feminine and masculine energies, because that was so profound for the people on the retreat that I just kind of want to keep that going. Um, when you really start to dissect which energy you're in more, and then, you know, with my tools and techniques, help you balance those things out. You know, one woman, she came back or she messaged us in the group chat that, you know, like things in her business are just completely different now because she's she was way more in her feminine. And so she's like, you know, bringing some of that masculine energy into her business has been really great for her. Um, lots of different things happened. So I want to bring that. So, yeah, there's 12 sessions available. Um, so this is for 12 individual people. Yeah. One 90-minute session mm -hmm. where they, you're going to do a deep dive with them yeah. with, the, with bringing the gifts from the Italy retreat in that one session mm -hmm. for their transformation. Yeah. Sign me up. I know okay. where I am. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> 
Yeah. So it's like, you know, a lot of people say they want to go on retreat, but can't for a lot of different reasons, whether they can't take the time or financially, you know, um, I know that that's, it's a lot of commitment to do that. I never, ever, ever take that lightly. And I say that to the people that come, you know, like it's, it's a big deal to, to make it and, and to go. And so, but you know, again, those codes that were downloaded through us, through me, I want to be able to pass some of that on to people. So it's almost like, you know, you get a taste of going on retreat by having a session with me. And uh, yeah, so it's an hour and a half. I have 12 of them available and message me. You can send me an email or message me um, it's Pure Light Healings on Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok. Um, or you can email me purelighthealings at gmail.com. Make sure there's an S. So purelighthealings with an S dot com. And at uh, thank you at Gmail. And I'm sure it's below this episode, hopefully, if you're watching, listening. Uh, yeah, I would love that. Thank you, Julia. This was so much fun. You're amazing. No, you're amazing. Okay. (laughs) Go on. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Thanks, Sarah. And I appreciate you being up for this because this, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are really curious about how you do this. And that just gave us a little bit more insight, right? That was a great idea. Thank you, Julia, for the idea. And more to come with you. Because I want to get you on here more. So <laughs> thank you. Yes. Anything else? I'm good. I think that's it, that's right? Right. Reach out about the pie retreat. It's going to be unique once in life, in a lifetime experience. It really, truly is. I'm not just saying that. Um, if you can make it work, I, I still I have an idea. Like it's on my to do list to make a little meme that says, you know, I really regret that retreat said no one ever like you just you never regret you never regret uh an experience like that and i would say friends you know we're at a time coming up to christmas the holidays like we don't need stuff but when people ask you what would you like for christmas this could be your retreat fund that people gift you right I mean, your relatives your family are gonna just love it because they get to benefit from you having been on retreat as well. Oh my gosh. Okay. I could go on forever on this. Definitely listen to the previous podcast because we do go into being a mom and um, having to step away and how hard that is for moms. But yeah, like how amazing is it to just to not accept gifts for for this Christmas and to get you know, a retreat fund. I think that's amazing. Yeah, I do not want another electronic device for the kitchen, right? Do not want that. Amen to Amen. that. <laughs> or another candle. I mean, I love y'all, but yeah, there's just so, and that goes back to this point of just like, you know, stuff. Yeah. So yeah. lighten your loads this year. Come on retreat. And as Julia said, yes, it is the gift that keeps giving. You go back to your family, you go back to your work with your cup full and there's overflow instead of trying to like scrape your energy together every day to get through the motions, like forget that. It's really, it's an investment in yourself that we should all be doing in my, this is my opinion. 
We're never going to end this, but I just want to say one more thing. Okay, good. 2024 is an eight year. Eight is infinity, right? And so that is about completion. Mm-hmm. And the energy work that Erin will be doing and facilitating there will bring about some completion of issues that have not been, you haven't found resolution for, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, again, never any accidents, right? No. 2024 completion, infinity. Sorry, just had to drop that one in. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I think we should end on that because what, what else do you need to say? I mean, mic drop. Perfect. Yeah, completion. So it's a potent, every year is a potent year, you know, to do work, deep work on yourself. But remember, it's like doing a year's worth of healing in a week. And it's, it's massive. I can't say that enough. I'm not just saying that. I see it. I witness it. Julie's, Julia's witnessed it on her retreat. You know, like you see how people shift. And so, yeah. I would just say, like, if you're somebody that's thinking about it or, you know, worried, reach out to me. I will talk you through um, all of that. I have somebody I just talked to recently who's never traveled alone and she's coming. So, yeah, it's going to be a big experience for all those that come. So join me. Thank you so much for being here and listening. We appreciate you. Thank you, Julia, for interviewing me. I love you. I love you, too. You're amazing. (laughs) So are you. Thank you all. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, you are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.